great future. We're talking real money. Well, somebody's working this weekend. Somebody somewhere is working this weekend, this Labor Day weekend. And you know who it is? It's all of us. I'm hearing that echo again. I'm looking around. I'm only seeing two of us, but okay. I'm hearing that echo again. Well, because I'm more significant today, I should be heard three or four Apparently times, my, I guess. My voice is bouncing off your forehead. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Willkommen. This is the Talking Real Money radio show it. and podcast. No, it's a little less... Covering uh, it with hair now, yeah, so it yeah, doesn't I'm, bounce I'm around as, as much. I'm not as blinded now as I was before. <laughs> by the white or by, by the, the white? <laughs> by the white. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, used to be by the Ouch. blonde, now it's just by the uh, white. Whatever, blinded by the white. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. And uh, you can call us here on the show, which becomes a podcast next week, and, and, and ask questions about the management of money, about the investing of money, about the income that that money is supposed to provide you in the future, about how you can have more of it, how you can keep others from getting their hands on it, and how you can stop doing dumb things. And dumb things are done a lot. They really are. And they happen primarily when we get lulled into a false sense of security. Right about now, you could ask pretty much any idiot anywhere if they can make money investing, and they'd say, yeah, it's easy. All you have to do is put money into something, and it goes up. I know Bitcoin, I put money into that, went up. Put money into GameStop because me and the me and the wife used to go down there all the time just to get the game, sit around, and do nothing at home, and and went straight up. I don't know why you're leaving AMC out of this or <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, because the when the S and P 500 has hit an all time high 54 times so far this year. Wow. Yeah, everyone feels more secure, right? It's going. It's easy. We're making money. It's going up. It's first of all, it's not going anywhere. It's gone. Yeah. Uh, number two, let me just explain something that I think people have a tendency to forget. When the market's gone way up, is your risk of loss higher or lower? Uh, I think it'd be higher. It's higher. Yeah. And, but people have this tendency to think it's safer now. No, it's far riskier now because when things have gone up, no, what's the way they could go? No, it's safer. Get th this. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, I, I'm a smart, regular American. Let me tell you. Regular, the, regular. I'm regular. I'm, I'm an unleaded I'm, I'm a regular, American. regular American. And I, yeah. let me just tell you, sir, Mr. Smarty Pants, that the stock market is going up. Look at it. It is doing that. It is making money. What are you talking about? It is more dangerous. It has been better, and it is better. Let's spin back to March of 2020 after the market went down 34%. <laughs> Bang. Oh, man, that Bang. was painful. You know, it's a fa we're reflecting on an article written by our friend Jason Zweig, who talks about somebody uh, options, not not part, but a margin. He guy was borrowing money to invest in stocks and sector funds and mm -hmm. making all these bets mm -hmm. and losing big money and then telling himself, I'll never do it again. And then he wakes up the next morning. Oh, look at Zoom. I got to get into Zoom. And it went down and. It's uh, troublesome. But here's a, to my again, other than the fact that, yes, you should be worried about risk after the market has gone up always. But here's the two things I think people have a tendency to forget during these times that feel so good. 
most people, sorry to say, they don't know how much risk they're taking because we no. talk to so many of you every day. You don't know. You need to know. You got, and when I say risk, I'm talking about volatility. You don't know how much your portfolio could go down in the next whatever, whatever period you of time. You don't know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. Bingo. You know nothing about the future. And here's the other one. Yeah. Most people, especially, eh, I see it 50 and plus. You don't know how much risk you need to take. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't probably need to make 10, 20, 30% a year. You probably make 6 or 7 a year and you'd be fine, but you're reaching for these things that are going to make you more and what's going to happen, Don? Isn't there another side of the mountain? That yeah, goes I gotta tell you, down. you know, the, a big part of why people are doing what they're doing is not even for the money. It's for uh, their social standing. It's for uh, to feel like a winner. And let me just tell you something that's an absolute fact that we both agree on: you are, at some point, going to lose money in your investments if you have them in anything except cash, in which you're losing money anyway. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call. We'll talk about your money money issues. I can do this. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry. We can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number. Give us a call. 855-935-8255. Because we want to talk with you. I mean, we could. We could. We both could do this. We are good at talking. We could preach to you, tell you what to do all day long. We could just keep telling you what to do with your money all day long. Because we've been doing it so many times that uh, I, I I can't even believe how many podcasts we've done. I can't. I can't. It's it's, it's my my brother's here uh, actually at the house today visiting, and we were talking about that about how good fa members of our family are at telling others what to do. We're just really good at it. Right. This is why might you not be the right stuff. thing, yeah. but we're just really good. <laughs> so we're we can tell you what to do, or you can <laughs> ask us questions at eight five five nine three five talk, which Peter has graciously decided to do. Hello, Hi, Peter. Peter. Hi, Tom and Don. Hey, Peter, okay, what's up? Okay, I got a question. I've heard you guys uh, on different, uh, when different people call that uh, you refer to, let's say, a good ETF that is a low, like a, a five basis points. I know what that is. Uh, and uh, the one that the, uh, the call-in is using is, let's say, 50. So I know it's from five to 50, it's 10 times as much. Right. But the question I have is 10 times as much as what? Is is the five basis points $2 and the other one is 20? Yep. Or is it $200. No, it would be the, the, the five. It depends on how much you have invested. So, yeah. yeah it, it, I understand, but but, you know, but what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is, okay, let's go with just a simple 10000 I assume most of the people on the radio have 10000 I so think that's a reasonable assumption. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so let, 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 let's go with something very simple. Let's say it's a, it's a $100 stock or ETF, let's say, and it's five basis points. Right. 
Five cents. Okay, so what is that? What is a hundred dollars? Five basis points. What does no, that I mean, interpret to it, in it, terms of money? Okay. Well, dollars? okay. Let's look at your hundred dollars. One basis point is one percent of that, or a dollar. I mean, one hundred basis points. I'm sorry. Yes. One hundred yes. basis points is one percent of that, or a dollar. So five basis points Half would be five cents. No, 50 basis points would be 50 cents. Five (laughs) basis points would be five cents. Make sense? Go ahead. Uh, No, I just said made sense because it fits. He was laughing at his own joke. I was laughing at my own bad joke. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so so let's go with with a little bit bigger, and let's just say 100,000. Let's say I have 100,000 in very low basis points, and Mm -hmm. I have a few... Uh, another hundred with uh, something that's 50 basis points. So what does 50, five basis points and or 50 basis points, what does that turn out to be for $100,000? $100,000 at 50 basis points. That's $500. Okay. So, okay, and so if it was at 0.5 basis points, that's $50. 50. So we're talking on $100,000, a pretty substantial amount of money. That's annually, too, by the yeah. way. So they charge this every day, but that's the annual expense ratio. Okay, so it's 50 versus 500. 500. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 500, that's and, for $100,000, mm-hmm. and that's for five basis points versus 50. Correct. You got it. Okay, Okay, but how, how did you get to that? I mean, was there some... No, it's there just... Some just ba- it, it, I, I, I was probably one of the worst kids in high school in math, but it's just like real quick uh, multiplication head division. You just do it in your head because you're moving the decimal point down the line. You get any more advanced than that, then you have to go to another program. It's not this one. And, and I, I did it in my head. Tom did it in the calculator. <laughs> just because I'm always you want to make sure that we're going to get it wrong. Yeah, we're yeah, going to get it wrong. Yeah, because mm. sometimes you misplace your decimal point, yeah. and and you don't know In where case, your decimal easy. point. If you could lose a decimal point, you know they're they're you, tiny. You, you know, raise a great point. We though, need a decimal point thing. tracker. If you're paying five hundred <laughs> versus fifty, right? That means right off the bat, the people managing the fund that is charging you the five hundred need to do that much better right off the bat to make up that difference in fee. Boom. Right. But here's the thing is that I here's what I think. A lot of people like Peter get this. They look at the number and it's not that big. OK, it's like it's just one percent of my money or it's just two percent. You know, little numbers feel little. It's when you apply the little number to a big number, when you start to build some wealth that we're talking real money. <laughs> <laughs> and and time. Remember, if you do this year after year after year, those little differences become huge. We can show you that when you compare owning large cap stocks versus small. A couple percent a year over a long period of time, a huge deal. And this is what we're trying to get you, all of you, to understand is all of these little tiny changes in both the way you invest and in your investment mindset, these little changes can make all the difference in the world because they start to build on each other. For example, you pay a half a percent less for your mutual fund fees. 
You you could get an advisor who charges up to 3%. I can name names. Or you can get an advisor who charges 1%. So you get you're paying 2% less. You you can you can uh use a an asset class like value stocks or small company stocks that have in the past added a little tiny bit of return and all of that adds up it does and it's something to pay attention to it again most people don't know how much they're paying most people <laughs> because you walk into our office and say no i'm only paying this much and then we look at the funds you're in and they're far more expensive so yes you need to know that you need to know really what's important in all because i do think sometimes also people get lost between the forest and the trees on this as well because they just look at the cost we for many years have recommended vt for example which is what seven basis points or something don i always forget you are making me look it up you got to look it up vt which is the vanguard total world uh, stock index uh exchange traded fund victor tango Tango and Victor uh, Tango. See. Or as I prefer to say, Victor Tom. Okay, what? So what? hold on, hold on. I'm looking for it. I know, but here's the thing: you 80, with that one, sorry, eight basis points. Eight. Yeah, eight basis points. One eight basis point a year charge, and you own the whole world. I right. mean, it's pretty significant. So um, that's always been a favorite. Well, Somebody actually asked me yesterday about it, so I would love it. Here's the deal. And let's let's talk about another number that that comes up a lot when we're dealing with the financial industry. You go to your stockbroker, whomever that might be. They call themselves a financial advisor. You go to them and you put $100,000 in a mutual fund with them. We talked about the difference between five basis points and 50 basis points. How about the difference between 50 basis points and 5%, which is, uh, that's 500 basis points. The difference is you're going to pay $5,000 instead of 500 or 5. So, you see, you can save a lot of money if you do this right. 855-935-TOM. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey there. Hi there. Welcome back to the show. I'm Don McDonald at 855-935-TALK. That's the number to call to ask us questions, to make comments, to try to help us out, all of that stuff. 855-935-8255. And uh, the call is totally free. We'd love to hear from you. We get questions both that way, and we also get them sent in at talkingrealmoney.com. And, and I thought I'd got ease, a good one. Yeah, I thought it'd ease you into the the online uh, yeah. questions instead e- of the because, uh, nine tax because twists. Here's one that yeah. is oh, that's easily a thousand words. So um, I'm <laughs> I'm going to skip over here to one that's yeah, not. I'd really appreciate this it. This is if you maybe did. fifty words. Okay, will that work for you? That'll work. All right. I think you can even handle this one. Hello. (laughs) I know that I've heard you talk about short-term bonds before and what funds you suggest, but I haven't had any luck going back through the podcast to find them. Would you be able to touch on which funds you like for ultra short-term bonds and why you like them? I would really appreciate it. Thanks for all the information on the pod. That's from the Land of the Huskers. Th- that would be Nebraska, I assume? Yeah, very well done, sir. Yeah, okay. 
and I don't know how their football team is doing this weekend, but good luck to them. I, I still like for very short-term bonds. Now, I'm, again, depends on the purpose here. Mm-hmm. If this is part of a longer-term portfolio, I would probably just go with the a short-term uh, government bond of some kind. But if you want a little bit of juice, you could use the VFSTX, V as in Victor, F as in Foxtrot, S as in Sierra, T as in Tango, X as in X-Ray, F, VFSTX, the Vanguard Short-Term Investment Great Bond Fund, mm-hmm. still yielding, you know, like 1.8%. Uh, mm. And as Don has pointed out correctly, well, there's some volatility there. Well, that's been its past one-year yield, yeah. But okay. It's not yeah, I mean, its SEC some, yield. Yeah, there's some volatility there because, uh, you know, the, the things move around a little bit. It, it's not a for certain mm-hmm amount of interest nor return so you're taking some risk basically basically for the year that fund has had a net return of exactly zero because of the it's gone down in value Mm -hmm. a little bit now i did because he said in his note ultra short-term bond he said the ultra he did so but let me just this is where we need you to understand that that (laughs) the decisions you make have to be based on risk. You got to think about risk, but you also have to think about: Am I going to make any money? Now, an ultra short-term bond fund is very conservative. The bonds come due in bonds months. Are these? these are corporate and government. Okay. They're both. Well, okay. Uh, but the the SEC yield, the thirty-day yield on this fund is. Don't point, tell me. Don't tell. I was going to say point four five. Oh, you're very close. Yeah. 0.38. So it's even lower. <laughs> it's just, come on. It's even lower. Yeah. 0.38. So what this tells you, and this is, there's a great, great, great lesson buried here. The lesson is you cannot, and this is an absolute, I need you to, to believe this is fact. I don't care what any other idiot tells you, particularly insurance agents. This and if is they did, fact. It's 100% cheesecake what they said, so we can count right. on that. This is a fact. If you want 100% safety for your money, no risk of any volatility, fluctuation in value, if that's what you're looking for, your expectation should be a net return after inflation of zero after, or, or less. After inflation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be less than Zero or less. Zero. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I mean, by the way, what do you consider completely safe? Because uh, even the U.S. government bonds have some risk to them, right? I yeah, mean, you have to. They might not I mean, pay you, you back. Really, you have to draw the line at major governments that can tax the heck out of people. I think anything issued by the United States government, the German. That's not riskless, though. It's not risk, yeah, riskless. It's nothing that, that well, uh, what's riskless is putting your, if you don't want your money to change in value, to go from a dollar to 99 cents then you just keep it in a box yeah and then you let us know where that box is 
and make sure it's a waterproof box because Pablo <laughs> Escobar learned that burying billions of dollars anyway. in the jungle <laughs> in canvas bags was bad yeah, for the work. money. <laughs> They're think, into Bitcoin now. They're I think D.B. Cooper figured that out, too, or something, yeah, didn't true. he? true. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Remember the D.B. Cooper jumped out the back of a plane? You're not that old. Okay. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We want to help you manage money better. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. talking real money it's the show that helps you deal with your dough better than you ever did before show tune i'm not felt, gonna for some anything. reason it just yeah. felt like a show tune for a minute 855-935-TALK that is a very very important number because that brings you here here to us it brings you into our lair <laughs> No, we're just going to help you with your money. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, and I believe, although I can't swear to it, that Don is next. Don, welcome to Talking Real Money. Don? Hi, Don. Thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. Uh, I used to listen to you all the time here in Saddleback when you were on your national show back, I got, what, over 20 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> More like 30. Quiet over there. You, you print newsletter as well. Thank you. Wow. I'm sorry, say wow. again, please. Oh, I was yelling at Tom for making smart aleck I happen to be. I happen to know the actual time that was because I was the guy who put him on the air in 1988. Quiet. In Seattle on the then KEZX 1150 AM. I was a precocious so, 12-year-old with a deep voice. Yeah, all right. Anyway, Don, so thank you for your long uh, listenership. So we appreciate it. Don appreciates it. Yeah. What else can we do for you, Don? Well, I, I just want to say that because Don's given me great advice over the years. Uh and my other alternative was the guy on the weekends, a guy named Bob Brinker, and he didn't do so. Yes. So well, but Bob was a market timer. Oh, no. yeah, we, we know Bob. Yeah. Yeah. The, the question I have for you is I've got the, a Roth. I've got $800,000 in my uh, my Roth IRA. I'm 71. I'm retired. I'm completely covered in terms of my own finances. My only uh, uh, family member left is my older sister, which makes her an eligible designated uh, beneficiary of the Roth. And from what I've read, uh, she's got two options should I precede her uh, in, in passing away. She can either uh, open uh, or transfer my Roth into an inherited IRA or uh, basically take a lump sum distribution. And I told her the best thing is to go ahead and uh, open up, uh, basically transfer the assets, which are 60, 40 in the uh, bond, bond ETFs and uh, stock dividend ETFs into her own uh, um um, inherited IRA, and then uh, take it from there. And what I've been doing is trying to go through the rules on the minimum required distribution for an inherited IRA, a re- inherited Roth, Roth IRA. IRA. Yeah, that's and different. Getting, I, yeah, I, I can't get a, a real good handle on what it is because I read one thing and it says she's got the ten-year rule, where basically at the yep. end of ten years, the entire value of my Roth has got to be distributed. It, by the end of 10 years after I pass. And then some others that say that basically she can have the extended life or whatever they, they call that thing. No. Nope. If you in, inherited an IRA before 
before they changed the rules a couple of years ago, you could just keep the whole thing going over your life expectancy. Uh, what's what? Can you give me a rundown on the required minimum distribution for an inherited uh, Roth IRA? Well, for an inherited Roth IRA, you see the rules are different than inherited for inherited IRAs and inherited Roths. They're very different. Inherited IRAs you can put into and take the life expectancy method with an inherited IRA. But with you an still inher- have to have the money out in ten years. Not with an inherited IRA. You can take the life expectancy method. With a Roth, it has to come out in ten years. Okay, so that's 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 the bottom line. Basically, she's got ten years, and at the end of ten years, it's got to be completely liquidated. She can't. Uh, that is correct. No that is that is correct. Yeah, I'm looking right here at the IRS. I'm not understanding what you're okay. saying, Don. Well, what I'm saying is there. Don, my Don. A Roth IRA is the ten, yep. is subject to the ten year rule unless it's your spouse. Right. That's a di- spousal is a right. whole different thing. Correct. An inherited IRA. You if, can't. So that would be if he got inherited from somebody else and then she or took it over. She inherited it from him. If she inherits inherits it from him, she does have a life expectancy option on the assets transferred into her name. She's subject to required minimum distributions, and those must begin December thirty first, following the year of death. That's right from the IRS. She's rolling it into her own IRA. I see what you're yeah, saying. If okay. it was a regular IRA, but with a Roth, it's ten years. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, while we didn't have time to address it, oh, by the way, our number is 855-935-TALK if you'd like to call. Uh, We didn't really have time in that segment to address it, but I think we should talk a little about the wisdom of giving, uh, leaving a a Roth IRA to a similarly aged sibling. Yeah, I'm not sure that, by the way, Don apparently did listen to Don McDonald because if he is 71 and he has a Roth IRA that's almost a million dollars, Congratulations to both of you. Um, I, I I struggle with leaving it to somebody of a similar age because you're just handing the problem off to the next person. I personally would rather see Don, not that Don, the Don who just <laughs> called. Uh, I got to straighten that Don too. Uh, I would rather see Don say the purpose of the money in the long term is X, maybe a charity, your church, whatever it is. And maybe it's some of it to each party because it just seems to me you're asking someone else to do the work to really make a decision about what's important in your life. Um, and maybe you could leave a lump part of that uh, Roth IRA to your sister should, if she needs the money. That's another thing. So I, I think there's some more thought that goes into all that. 855-935-TALK. We want to talk with you about your money issues. Give us a holler, 855-935-8255. And Joe, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice to talk to you guys today. Good to talk with you. What's up? I've got a question. I've got a question about fiduciary counselors, advisors. Sure. Um, in 2008, when the junk bond thing hit, we lost half of our 401k and rolled it over when my husband retired. Mm-hmm. 
my son was in the military at the time and asked me to invest his combat pay. Mm-hmm. And I did a couple months of research, and because of that fiasco with the 401k, I didn't want to go into stocks and bonds or government bonds or anything else. So I looked into other things that we could invest in, and I came up with semi-precious gemstones, not diamonds. No, I know what you mean by semi-precious, jade and agate and that kind of stuff. Well, I went into Tanzanite when it was cheap. Oh, Tanzanite was the dumbest. Oh, my God. Don wears a lot of it, so he knows exactly what it looks like. scam. Okay. has got a couple of rings and that thing you wear in your ear. Stones that are worth a small fortune now. Mm. And not to mention. um, Good luck selling them. Several others like Sleeping Beauty turquoise and uh, okay. black spinel. I, 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 like that. This is this is none of this is investing so far. What's your question? My question is: some of the stones have appreciated a hundred to five hundred percent, not as much as the other ones, and I'd like to sell them and put them into something he can use down the line. Um. But I'm not good at picking stocks and bonds. No, you really like shouldn't be doing that after the junk bond don't fiasco. Don't need to be, by the way. You don't need to be yeah. smart about that. Um, in today's I, are world. you are you asking where we can sell where you can sell your tanzanite? No, no, no. I don't oh. want to sell the tanzanite. It's just going to keep appreciating. But uh-huh. the other stones, some of the others, I want too. But I want to. Do I find myself a fiduciary advisor? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And if you need help finding a fiduciary advisor, we have lots of resources at talkingrealmoney.com slash help. That that information should help you find somebody who's going to look out for your best interests or at least going to try to and suggest that you not do a lot of things you might have done in the past. A good one is not would not have put you in junk bonds, would never have you focus investments. So please be very careful and pick a good one. And thank you so much for the call, Joe. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. You know, I can't even count the number of times on a cruise. I've been on like five. Oh, it's always and there. they're always selling tanzanite. I know, and it's going to keep just keep going up because there's a limited supply of tanzanite. But I'm looking online. There's a there's a, a website where you can buy tanzanite, and we're we're talking two carat tanzanites stones for 171 dollars. I, I just it doesn't sound like a uh, you know, and that's one of those things that is a pure speculation, not an investment. Absolutely speculating. It's beyond speculating. I don't. Hmm. And the the reality is, almost any stone now, almost any precious or semi precious stone, probably any, can be manufactured, and it it's almost identical. This is all a big game people are playing. Eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a call. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Speculative markets are all games. Mark, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. Hey, uh, uh, thanks for taking my call, Tom and Don. Um, you uh, also have helped me in the past, and I don't plan to be buying any Tanzanite in the near future. Good for you. That's too bad, because we know a seller. Um, yeah. Um, so, 
I have, I think it's a pretty simple question, but um, I don't know if it's an easy answer. Um, and, and basically, I think I'm getting pretty close to retirement. But my question is, and, and maybe I'm looking for um, some uh, references or websites or something that would help me with this. But how do you know when you have enough money to retire? That's a great question. That is question. a really terrific that's a question. Really, yeah. That's one of our favorite questions. It really, and the how, answer how is, wait, wait, what's yeah. the answer? Well, it, it depends. depends. <laughs> yeah, so, which, which we sell on Sundays. It's another show. Uh, how old are you, Mark? I am uh, 59, almost 59, 59 and a half. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of ways to do this uh, because it having just enough money is one aspect of this because you're going to have other sources of income, right? You're so eligible probably for Social Security. I mean, I don't know about a pension, et cetera, et cetera. So there are many, and I think paulmerriman.com just added a new calculator where you can go enter your numbers and kind of say, will my money survive? That's one method. I prefer something at age 59 a little deeper than that where you actually talk to a fiduciary advisor Again, someone that's not trying to sell you something, somebody that's really trying to put together a plan and say, here's how much we're spending. Here's what we want to spend in retirement, et cetera, add in trips, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is the amount of money it's going to take here where my sources of income. Will it work rather than just going to a website, entering in? I've saved a million and a half dollars. Will it last? Because I think at 59, you're really in the red zone and you should consider getting professional help. Yeah, and, and again, the answer in almost every case, it's this wonderful phrase. It depends because everything, this is where money really gets personal. And everything you do with money is determined by you, or it should be, which is one of the reasons why we have such a beef with brokers, because it's a one-size-fits-all, what's-hot-today yeah. kind of approach. And that is wrong. It is the wrong approach to managing money. If you are working or have worked with anyone who didn't find out almost everything there was to know about you, your fears, and your needs, then you're not dealing with someone who is looking out for your best interests, and you're not going to get good advice, and you're not going to get good answers, and you're not going to do well long-term most of the time. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. It's free, and we love helping you manage your money better than you did before. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And again, give us a call anytime at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald, along with Tom Cock. And um, if you need more help than we can give you in our Q&A time, well, we want to make, he left his mic open. <laughs> he always does that. I go, turn your mic off before you walk away. Uh, <laughs> Tom, you need to remember, to, I, I'll do it this way. R turn your mic off. 855-935-TALK. Uh, anyway, what was I, where was I going? He distracted me. Um, just give us a call at uh, our office, which is 800-386-3004, or go to vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided 
provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?